I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 109, and today I'm going to talk about our personal emotional bank account. Kind of related to our the emotional bank account that I talked about with in the seven habits. This is a little bit from, well, a lot of it is from Sean Covey's um, version of Seven Habits of Highly Effective Pe- of Highly Effective Teenagers, and uh, I thought it was just really helpful information and something I've been thinking about. But first, you guys, I found my little watermelon. <laughs> okay, so remember how I went on that walk? I shared the story last week, and the little watermelon that had grown through the fence had fallen off the vine but I was on a walk and so I just kind of set it down and said I'll get it when I get back so here's what I can't remember coming back I forgot about it and then like on Friday I was looking for in my garden to see if there were any other things growing like we're kind of near the end of anything producing so there it was, like just on the ground, kind of covered a little bit by a zucchini leaf. And so then I was like, did I throw it over and forget or did my neighbor do that? So either those two things happened. Our family had this like little watermelon celebration. Every time anyone came home, you guys, we found the watermelon. So the watermelon has been named Although right now I can't remember what my daughter named our watermelon. And we have been told that we can't open the watermelon yet. So the watermelon may go to waste. I just want to open it and see if it's like, if you can even eat it. But I have to give it a couple days because my daughter does not want to kill the watermelon. Uh, Okay. So good news on the watermelon front here. All right, back to this idea of emotional bank account. So here's what I've been noticing lately about the importance of keeping promises to ourselves. And I don't really think we understand how important that is to our overall mental and emotional health. Just the fact that when we say something, that we say that we're going to do just with ourselves, whether it be I'm going to wake up this morning and exercise, or I'm going to go clean out that closet today, or I'm going to do all of those things. When you are doing that regularly, successfully, and obviously sometimes you don't get to everything, but I feel like that really makes a difference in your life and you're building trust within yourself. And I don't 
really think we understand how important that is. And I'm just noticing that, okay, for instance, when, let's say, and I see this in a lot of women, a lot of coaching calls are like down on their body, okay? And they want to do something about it. But they keep complaining that they like don't actually do anything. So then they keep on feeling bad, okay? But if you think about it, when you actually start doing something, even if it's making small efforts, I feel like you create this momentum to help your mind think like better thoughts, if that makes sense. Now, I know like being a member of like Jody Moore's Be Bold and life coaching, she suggests you like want to change your thoughts first because your thoughts are your fuel. And I think that they all kind of help each other. But as I've been noticing and something I feel like will really help our youth and our teenagers, our young adults who may be struggling is that helping them realize the importance of keeping promises to yourself. Now, Sean Covey also says there's also other things that are really helpful in building up your own personal emotional bank account. He calls it your personal bank account, but I called it your personal emotional bank account so that we don't get it confused with money, but that we're making regular positive deposits to ourselves. Okay, and I came across this quote and it was from an article, like a counseling article, and I'll have the um, reference on my website, but it says, when we repeatedly break a contract with ourselves, we may end up internalizing feelings of disappointment, frustration, distrust, or unimportance towards ourself, which could be damaging to our self-esteem. And sometimes I think we tend to blame that on like the outward things that are happening. But when we are doing things that are building up our self trust, if that makes sense, that's really going to make a difference. And I know like as I see my teens come home and it is so much easier to let them just do whatever. And I've noticed a concern and my husband's noticed a concern that like it just seems like a lot of kids are having a really hard time. And I wonder if really helping to emphasize building up their personal bank account will help recharge them. And that doesn't involve a device or phone or looking for outside validation. It's all within. And so it's going to kind of go back to that being proactive. And I was looking in the seven habits to try to find something that Stephen Covey said about this as well. But in the seven habits of highly effective teenagers, Sean Covey makes this very easy for the teenagers to figure out. And so it's just been cool how uh, I just feel like this is really important. Now, I did a self-love series back in like, I think it was episode 39. And it was about keeping commitments to ourselves and how that is so important. 
how we start small, have like those minimum baseline things like what's something so easy you could do so you can continue to make progress. Similar to like the 1% better with the atomic habits, like doing things that like for me, that's when I started making my bed back. (laughs) You can like find all of my habits or things that I'm working on depending on what episode. (laughs) So episode 39, I start making my bed and I made it really like easy for me. So before I just was like, I'm just going to make it imperfectly. I'm just going to like throw the covers up and call it good. And I slowly got better. Just starting with small things of keeping your promises to yourself is building this trust. I don't know if we really emphasize how important having trust within yourself really helps with your mental and emotional health. And as I've just been noticing this and um, getting into this just like the way of seeing the world now from like the seven habits, I guess, way. I've noticed how I am I'm more motivated and I, I'm not bothered as much or worried as much telling my kids like, we gave you this agreement, you need to stop. It's important for me to keep my agreements because that is also continuing to develop trust. And then definitely not perfect, but I see how those two things, building trust with my kids and building trust with myself, like they're really, really important. Those emotional bank accounts with each other and then with yourself. I've also mentioned like one thing that I've really appreciated with learning all the seven habits is just like the importance of really writing stuff down. And when you put it in, you keep that commitment in your calendar. So on this past Friday, I had like this super productive morning. I just had so much energy. I don't know what it was. Like I had a great scripture study. I was like doing all these things that I wanted to get done. And near the end of the day, I remembered that I had written two things down for Friday and I had already had this really productive day. And was feeling kind of like tired, like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do that. One was like posting on Facebook something I needed to sell. And another was like working on starting to clean out my storage room because I've been meaning to just do that better. And I just was like, oh, I don't really, I don't think it'll be that bad. I have been so productive today. But I just was like, okay, this is important, keeping commitments to myself. I'm just going to go down in the storage room and do the minimum 15 minutes. That's all that's required of me. My declutter 15 minutes. So I went down there. I set a timer for 15 minutes. I ended up doing a little bit more, but then I was just like, sometimes I get in there and it's like, I don't even know where to start. I did a little bit and that was good. Then I also had to measure my the furniture I'm selling And I already had taken a picture of it and I just posted it on Facebook. Probably took a little bit longer than I wanted, but I got both of those things done. Why is that so important? I think there really is just something to the fact that we're building trust with ourselves. Like when we're say we're going to do something and we're going to do it. I just feel like it's really, really important. So 
I thought it would be helpful to go through. There are a few things that I found that Sean Covey mentions in the seven habits for highly effective teens that are really helpful in building your your personal bank account is what he calls it. Okay. Similar to the emotional bank account with others like, but this is for yourself. Okay. So first one I mentioned is keeping promises to yourself. Okay. I think that is just really, really important. Again, number one, he says, we should treat the commitments we make to ourselves as seriously as those we make to the most important people in our lives. If you are feeling out of control in life, focus on the single thing you can control, you. Make a promise and keep it. Start small. All right, so I thought that was so important and really helpful for our kids, okay? If there are times where they're feeling out of control, maybe just see if there's something they could do to like make a promise to themselves and keep it. It seems so easy, but making such an impact in their lives. Okay, the next thing was number two, do small acts of kindness. So really, it's about serving others. He says, go out of your way to invite the kid who sits alone in class out with you and your friends. Write an email or thank you note to someone who has made a difference in your life. Hey, we talked about that last week. Like a friend, a teacher, or a coach. And the next time you're at a toll booth, pay for the car behind you. Although that's gotten a little harder since everything's like electronic. He goes on and says, giving gives life not only to others, but also to yourself. So in the book, he has this poem. Okay, so these are lines from The Man Nobody Knows by Bruce Barton. And it's about two seas. There are two seas in Palestine. One is fresh and fish are in it. Splashes of green adorn its banks. Trees spread their branches over and stretch out their thirsty roots to sip up its healing waters. The river Jordan makes this sea with sparkling water from the hills, so it laughs in the sunshine and men build their houses near to it and birds their nests and every kind of life is happier because it is there. The river Jordan flows on south into another sea. Here is no splash of fish. No fluttering leaf, no song of birds, no children's laughter. Travelers choose another route unless on urgent business. The air hangs heavy above its water, and neither man nor beast nor fowl will drink. What makes this mighty difference in these neighbor seas? Not the river Jordan. It empties the same good water into both. Not the soil in which they lie, not the country round about. This is the difference. The Sea of Galilee receives, but does not keep the Jordan. For every drop that flows into it, another drop flows out. The giving and receiving go on in equal measure. The other sea is shrewder, hoarding its income jealously. It will not be tempted into any generous impulse. Every drop it gets, it keeps. The Sea of Galilee gives and lives. The other sea gives nothing. It is named the dead." These are the two kinds of people in this world. There are two seas in Palestine. So the Sea of Galilee and the Dead Sea, both of which I have been to. Anyway, I just thought that was really important and a good reminder, not only, I think, especially for us, 
if you're a parent, but also for kids. Like making an effort to do small acts of kindness for others, it blesses everybody. Like, and it builds that emotional bank account, um, which helps you with your own self-esteem. All right, the next one, number three, is be gentle with yourself. Don't expect yourself to be perfect by tomorrow morning. He says, it also means to be patient with yourself and your weaknesses. And the other thing he mentions is it also means to be forgiving of yourself and your mistakes. Okay, so, all right, number four, be honest. Honesty comes in many forms. In the book, Sean Covey Googled the word honest and found all these related words, upstanding, incorruptible, moral, principled, truth-loving, steadfast, true, real, right, good, straight-shooting, genuine. All of those are very important. And he goes on to say, it takes courage to be honest when people all around you seem to be getting away with cheating on tests, lying to their parents, and stealing from work. But remember, every act of honesty is a deposit into your personal bank account and will build strength. So awesome. So far, all of these things that we can do and our children can do easily. It's not really hard things and it's going to build their personal bank account, which builds their inner strength and their self-esteem. So, so far we've had number one, Keep promises to yourself. Number two, do small acts of kindness. Number three, be gentle with yourself. And number four, be honest. Four things so far. There's six total. All right, number five is renew yourself. Taking time to renew body, mind, and soul and spirit really is a deposit in your personal bank account. You are taking time to make sure you are ready to meet the day. And we had a whole podcast about renewal or sharpening the saw so you can go back and listen to all the different ways that it's important to do that um but I have noticed that like even with my kids like I want them to like use their body a little bit more and I'm gonna try to be better at just even admonishing or helping them try to get at least 10 minutes of exercise in a day if they don't have like a sports event that day. You know, just like little things that will help renew their body. Now they're doing mental stuff and we do our scripture study at night with them. But also when they choose to do those on their own, that is also super helpful as they renew themselves. Okay, that's going to be another deposit. All right, and the last thing, number six, is to magnify your talents. Sean Covey says, finding and then developing a talent, hobby, or passion can be one of the single greatest deposits you can make into your personal bank account. How interesting that working and developing your talents, which is something like we all are usually trying to figure out how to do, but that is a deposit. So when I choose to work on my talents or practice the piano or doing something that I feel like is developing a talent of mine, there's a reason I feel better afterwards, whether it be practicing or cooking or even working on this podcast. I feel so much better 
because there's a lot of things involved with going into that. And part of that would be keeping that promise like, oh, I'm going to practice today and then you actually do it. So all of those really great ways to help build your personal bank account. So I'm just going to go over those one more time. One, keep promises to yourself. Two, do small acts of kindness. Three, be gentle with yourself. Four, be honest. Five, renew yourself. And six, magnify your talents. Such simple but yet really important things that can really help build our self-esteem. And what I notice is that when we talk about self-esteem, a lot of times there are campaigns that are trying to help people feel good about themselves um, without them doing anything about it. Whether it be, oh, you just need to like... um you know, a campaign for, you know, we just need to have girls feel better about themselves. But what really is important to help our youth and to help ourselves feel better about themselves is to do all these small, simple things of keeping promises, being honest, being kind to others and doing small acts of kindness, developing our talents, renewing ourselves, and all in the same time being being gentle with ourselves too. I just think it's just been fascinating as I've been like learning about all this and seeing how important those things are. Okay, so then I was like, I just don't remember Stephen Covey being as like overt about the personal bank account. Um, because like in Seven Habits for Highly Effective Teenagers, he, he has like this section where he calls it the personal bank account and how important it is. So I was going through and I thought, well, it's maybe it's in the proactive chapter. And I did find at the end of the chapter on being proactive, a couple quotes. It was like a little paragraph. So I'm just going to share that. Okay, this is from now Stephen Covey from Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He says, the commitments we make to ourselves and to others and our integrity to those commitments are the essence and the clearest manifestation of our proactivity. Okay, goes on. It is. It also is the essence of our growth. Through our human endowments of self-awareness and conscience, we become conscious of areas of weakness, areas of improvement, areas of talent that we could that could be developed, areas that need to be changed or eliminated from our lives. Then, as we recognize and use our imagination and independent will to act on that awareness, making promises, setting goals, and being true to them will build strength of character, the being that makes possible every other positive thing in our lives. So it wasn't super overt, but what he's saying is that as we recognize ways that are things that we want to change in our life or grow or develop talents that when we choose to again he says use our imagination and our independent will to act on that awareness I just love this next part making promises setting goals and being true to them will build strength of character and that is basically what you're doing when you're making deposits in your personal bank account. 
You are building strength of character. And then he says, the being that makes possible every other positive thing in our lives. I don't know if I said that in the proactivity podcast, but how important is that? As we build strength of character, the being that makes possible every other positive thing in our lives. Then he goes on to say the last thing I want to point out. It is here that we find two ways to put ourselves in control of our lives. We can make a promise and keep it, or we can set a goal and work to achieve it. As we make commitments, we begin to establish an inner integrity that gives us the awareness of self-control and the courage and strength to accept more of the responsibility of our own lives. By making and keeping promises to ourselves and others, little by little, our honor becomes greater than our moods. So all of those strength of character, that building of integrity, can begin with making promises and or having a goal and working at the goal. That is what can help bring what he says what makes possible every other positive thing in our life, our strength of character. So I just wanted to reemphasize how important that is. I've been thinking about it this week. And as I've been trying to decide like how (laughs) I go forward with topics on the podcast, I feel like I keep on going back to everything from seven habits. But I just feel like, wow, how important it is that we ourselves continue to make promises to ourselves and keep them, just even the little things. And I read one article that was saying, if you start with like a keystone habit, and I feel like that was also kind of from Atomic Habits, like one thing that could help like snowball or build the momentum, but starting small, like making your bed every day or um, choosing to work out, but choosing to work up to that in a small gradual way so either you choose to do like 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes three days a week and you're slowly building up how important that is just to keep those commitments because it also builds your strength in general like of your body but just that inner strength And I just feel like personally, we need it as a community, this inner strength, and that our our kids really need it. I think they'll be stronger for it. And I'm going to try to work on how to help my kids do this. I just feel like if your kids are really struggling, maybe just encourage them to do one of those six things and see how that helps them. And then if you're struggling, do the same. Like, what are some things that you could do that will just be a simple change that can give you a deposit in your personal bank account? Okay, you guys, do it this week. This is so awesome. Keep those promises. Try a few of those other things. And as always, thanks so much for listening and joining me today. And I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. you enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions come by findingthefloor.com 
where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 